This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Hello, Ann. On this week's edition of This Bites, you're going to talk about uh, food trucks to follow this summer. It is summer, and that means food truck season. And then uh, a few weeks ago, we talked about gin and tonic week. Coming up, it's Negroni week. We're going to talk about uh, what that's all about. Then Honey Pie is expanding or, air quotes, shrinking with a new operation. Air quotes? Well, they can't see quotes on air. So I had to say air quotes. Okay, fine. We'll, we'll let people know. And then Meraki has an all-new menu. We're going to get into that. And finally, uh, there's a new restaurant opening with that new Paps Complex. Look, that's be opening later in August. We got the new name of that restaurant. I want to share that with you. But we're going to kick it off with food trucks to follow this summer. What's the food trucks? Well, uh, you know, everybody loves a good food truck, especially in the summertime. Even though I noticed that almost the entire winter, Mazorka, the Mazorka taco truck, which is stationary, but they're it is killing a truck, it right now. They are, they, yeah, and they're killing it right now, but they stayed open almost throughout the entire winter and yeah. spring. I mean, they really didn't, I mean, they were closed for a. They're food truck troopers. A, yeah. Or right. food truck marines. Well, and, and that's the thing about it. There's a lot of taco trucks that, that actually, you know, continue to operate through the inclement months. Dedication, discipline. That's right. Uh, press is one of my favorites. If you just want a really sweet, absolutely they're, delicious they're waffles, waffle. Their waffles are like a... They have savory they, ones too, the but... The equivalent yeah. of an addictive drug. That's their waffles Oh, like. wow. Okay. Sure. Yeah. And that's the best way to put it. I, I ate like 20 of them. And I shouldn't even ate 20 of them in one sitting. That's 20? How good. You've had 20? Exaggerating. A little yeah. exaggeration there. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. A little bit exaggeration. exaggeration. 18. So anyway, they do some really great... Um, they do some great topped waffles, even though if you just get a plain one with powdered sugar, that is really delicious too. Um, they even have a savory one that has like the sabri chutney on it and goat cheese. Mm. Have you had the... No? No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sweet waffle guy. I'm like, I don't like... No, you're not because you... Well, okay, you are to an extent, but don't you like chicken and waffles? But I put syrup on the waffles. Oh, all right, fine. The waffles are sweet because it counters the usually the hot sauce and the spiciness of the chicken. But, but you still have that savory component with it. That's my point. There's a savory component, but it's not all savory. Uh, okay, fine, fine. Know. Let's let let's not argue about this. Okay, okay then uh, let's don't waffle about this. Yeah, meat on the street. Or I know press me you're with a big this. yeah big fan of meat on the street. I think they're siblings. Um, running. They are siblings. It's a fam- totally family run operation. Um, they have something called a binacle bowl, which is a coconut chicken soup. Now, granted, that's a, like a warm or like a hotter type of item to have in the summertime. But Soups as are you great know, for summer. yes, it to up, cool you, you off. Exactly. Um, and actually this year, which, which is kind of interesting, they're going to be doing um, more Filipino desserts, like ice mm. cream based desserts on the truck. OK, uh, also Drift MKE. Now, you may have read about Drift, Tariq. Tariq. Drift MKE uh, is a young woman who runs it. She's been trying to get this perma truck p- parked in the third ward. So she's been doing, you know, a lot of really fun stuff um, that are that's sort of inspired by New Zealand. And yeah, um, she does a whole di- a, a whole roster of meat pies, including the Thai chicken curry pie, a steak and cheese pie. She also has puddings. 
and um, gooey chocolate Afghan biscuits. Mm, sounds really so good. So they're kind of like sandwich cookies, but they're kind of on the gooey side. There's also um, the the Thienesville based falafel guys. They have a restaurant up in Thienesville, but they are out and about doing the whole food truck uh, circuit during the week. So like on Tuesdays, they're at Schlitz Park. Um, Wednesday, they're at the Westtown Farmer's Market. Thursdays at the County Courthouse. You can't forget there are going to be a ton of trucks parked over there. Friday at the U.S. Bank Center. So um, it's just, it's not going to be hard to find food trucks. Well, that's great. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 Pride. Now we're back, and we're going to talk about Negronis. A few weeks ago, we talked about gin and tonic week. Now mm-hmm. it's time for Negroni. So who's hosting this week of uh, strong cocktails? Uh, the host of this Negroni week is the outside, Outsider, which is okay. the rooftop bar at uh, the Journeyman Kimpton, or the Kimpton Journeyman Hotel. And they're doing kind of like a seven-day, it's really a seven-day uh, thing that kicks off this Sunday, June 3rd, so the day after tomorrow, with a special kickoff party that runs from noon to 8, um, and you're going to be able to taste some of the specialties off this Negroni menu. And they've got like five, they have five cocktails, and they range from a frozen Negroni, okay? Uh, and if, for those of you who don't know what a Negroni, Negroni is, is, it is... Um, it is uh, uh, a mix of Campari, gin, and sweet vermouth. It's really just those three ingredients. So I like Negronis, but individually, Campari, especially Campari, it's gross. Oh, I disagree. I like it. It's bitter. I, I enjoy you it. You love bitter things. But you forgot, I'm a sweet guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, um, I no, I I think I mean it's not like I would like guzzle Campari on its own, but you I don't, don't get like mind a phase. It. Really, it's like I'd rather drink Malort before I drink. Uh, I had sorry. a feeling you were going to say that. I knew this was all roads lead to Malort. Yes, it does. Yeah. So let me Malort week's coming soon. Can I? Okay, fine. Can I tell you a little bit more about these yeah. Negronis? So there's a frozen one, which is. Uh, which adds orange juice to the Campari gin Ooh. and sweet vermouth. They they do a classic one, um, a classic Negroni, which I just mentioned what that mm-hmm. is, a Boulevardier, which is uh, the Outsider Barrel Select uh, bourbon. Bourbon or Campari? Uh, Campari and Cochi Torino. So is it bourbon and the gin also in the Campari? That's a Boulevardier. So it's bourbon and gin together. I believe that is correct, Tariq. Wow, that's that seems very strong. That's a, but that's a classic cocktail too. Bourbon and gin together. Well, the Boulevardier. Oh, okay. And and because we are so we're we're so thorough here, we're going to look this up right now, and I'm going to tell you exactly what a Boulevardier is. Um, it's oh, I'm sorry, it's whiskey. So I wanted to be really specific here and tell you that it's whiskey, sweet red vermouth, and Campari. So it can be bourbon. It's a whiskey. It yeah. could be rye whiskey or right. Irish whiskey or any type of whiskey. Okay, Sounds fine. Like it, based Absolute. off that description. Well, I think you probably would like a Boulevardier, although seems, I know you're not seen, the big Campari fan. But but I like Negronis. Yes, I understand. Okay. But it just seems very, uh, I could probably only do one and, and keep my composure. <laughs> yeah, it, they're gin strong. and bourbon together, it's, that's a pretty... I, I recently had, uh, actually I just had a Negroni at, I won't tell you where, but it almost made me swear off Negronis because it was made so 
strong poorly it was yeah it was too strong it 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 was there was too much of it i mean like you would have been schnockered after <laughs> having it and it was just bad mm. it was just bad and i yeah, thought oh get it it's art most people think it's just fancy stuff but it, it's like it's i a, wanted to add ice to it and i i like it mm. neat i don't really want see, ice in, i mean in to a, be a good bartender right. you might be could be a good chemist i mean people think it's easy but it is a skill so. okay well all right so I'll, I'll mention just one more on the off this menu it's it's a negroni spalatio okay i i don't know if i'm saying that correctly but it's prosecco uh, with Campari and then Martini and Rossi sweet vermouth. So this is a special menu that the outsider is doing just for one week. Are you like small um, plates with this or is it just straight? Oh booze? no, no, no. Are you kidding booze. me? Just straight up booze. Well you can order you can get snack. They have a snack I, I, menu I thought they might there. have paired it up with no, something. No. Oh, okay. No. But uh so anyway, this is uh it kicks off on the third, it runs through the tenth and um, it also raises money for No Kid Hungry, a national nonprofit uh, that helps solve the uh, problem of hunger. That's good. Uh, so that there is there is actually a do good type of uh, connection here. So we recommend that you either take a Uber, <laughs> designated driver, yeah. if you want to partake yes. in Negroni Week. Yeah. So I mean, honestly, to me, a Negroni is like a really small should be a really small cocktail. But no, Milwaukee, they, they'll. Right. They want to indulge sometimes. So just it be careful. True. Be responsible. That's all. We just want to put that out there for people. Next up, we uh, mentioned this before. Uh, honey pie is expanding or, air quotes, shrinking. And what do I mean by you're shrinking? You're so clever, him? Tariq. You're so clever. So what do I mean? What, what, uh, what, do, what do, do you I mean? By... What do you mean? Okay. Uh, honey pie, which is a very popular restaurant on uh, South KK and Bayview, mm-hmm. known for their pies. Well, in the past several months, Val Lux and her crew down there have really been working on their savory hand pies, mm-hmm. um, which you also know as pasties. You pasties. Know? Uh, and so she uh, also had her eye on a property in Bayview that's on East Oklahoma, it's a, just an old garage. Mm-hmm. And it had been a biz, uh, several businesses over the course of time, but not for a long time. And it's a really cool old garage that was built like in the Art Deco time period. Mm-hmm. So it definitely has that look to it. But it being a garage, it's not that big. Okay, but nevertheless, she knew this would be the right space to open a small cafe. And this one is called Small Pie. See, see, what, I, see what we did there? Yes, but it's going to focus on... Um, um, the hand, the savory, savory hand, pie. So no savory sweet, hand pie. So no sweet well, stuff. she said that they're also going to have some of those, but it's not going to be like honey pie yeah. type level of or so number like, of, of variations. You think they're going to have pies. like traditional British pies, like kidney pie there maybe? She did I not love, mention kidneys. She I, did not mention that. I told my story about kidney pie in England when I first time went to England, right? That you thought it was going to be kidney beans, right? I thought it was kidney beans I was eating. Yeah. I didn't know. It was so good. I but you, like, really, I, you really thought they were kidney beans as you were eating yeah. them? Okay. I thought it was just I thought, it was like, I thought they did something special to them because they were tender. <laughs> and I ate like two pies. I ordered a second order. It was so good. And then I came back later and was like, oh, there was kidneys. I'm like, oh, I still, I don't care. They were still great. And they were, they were little? They were kind of, uh, I'd say about six to eight inches in diameters probably. So they were kind of hefty pies and ate two of them. They were that good. The sauce, the gravy, whatever they use. The seasoning, yeah. it was the the flaky crust. It was just unbelievable. Well, I don't know if she's doing kidney. I don't know if she's doing kidney uh, kidney bean uh, pies either. But um, anyway, this space is going to focus on kind of hanging out because there's going to be a cute little patio attached mm. to it. 
And she's going to have beer and wine, mm-hmm. not doing like a full espresso drink menu, but you can get like a coffee, coffee. of the day, um, soda. Cute, um, cute little joint. A cute little joint, but a mm-hmm. place to just get a, a kind of like a, a snack type yeah. of thing. She's going to have a few salads too, um, but not like a huge so menu. And the hope is that this is going to open like in July. And the address is um, 2504 East Oklahoma. So if you if you take KK South and then you... Um, go left on Oklahoma towards the lake, like you're going yeah. towards South Superior. It's almost that far. Um, it's almost that far east. Uh-huh. So, um, a sweet little space that you know there really isn't a whole lot over there. A lot. Of, it's very residential. Okay, cool. Can't wait. Uh, next up is Meraki. We haven't talked about those guys no. in a while. No, um, but they have some major kind of changes to yeah, the menu. some stuff. changes. Marake is a restaurant in Walker's Point that's been open for three years now. It's very close to like Bray's, yeah. Crazy Water, mm-hmm. that that part of 2nd Street. Um, the owner, Chad Meyer, recently hired Joshua Walter. Joshua was the GM at Circa 1880, okay. which you know has just uh, recently, recently closed. So Joshua has come on board and along with having Joshua there, they're going to be focusing on doing some new implementing some changes so in other words um service they want to focus more on 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 up, uh, upping their service standards the menu creating sort of new menu items and a beverage program so there's all these things that are sort of in the in the work so for as far as the menu goes um it's gone through some kind of some cosmetic changes um and they're they're still doing this thing called culinary adventure which okay. Um, is like a fixed price, and you get a chance to kind of taste your way through the menu. So that that's an offering that's still there. But now they're doing, or they're also doing um, a bar bites menu. Okay, so those are like traditional tapas size things. They're uh, they're also doing a happy hour special, which is kind of a progressive uh, thing in that when you order a cocktail, they deduct a certain amount off the small plate the more cocktails that you order. So the more you drink, the less you spend on the tapas. Okay? It's kind of like uh, Spain. Well, Spain, is uh, the tapas are free as long as you buy drinks in Spain. Some places. Really? I didn't experience that. Well, I saw that on Anthony Bernane. Oh, They were well, talking about, like, there were a sure. couple of places they were eating, like, they were interviewing them, they were talking to people, saying, ah, you drink all, you buy all the drinks you want, they keep feeding you. Hmm. Okay. So. Well... Um, and, uh, the other thing about Meraki and I, and if you've been in there, you notice they have a, a pretty, um, a large chef's counter where you can see everything that's going on in the kitchen. Um, the culinary adventure menu, in other words, is something that you can order right there. And again, it's one of those few restaurants, which, you know, there was that sort of trend of restaurants that opened where they had the open kitchen and the, there would be seating right in front of it so you could see exactly what was going on in it. You know, Mason Street Grill has that in their mm-hmm. their dining room. Marake has that. I'm actually surprised it didn't go further in terms of that men of creating that type of environment because I think it's so fun to sit there. Morale is yet another one um, where you can sit at the counter and, and actually watch everything go down. Um, yeah, granted, depending on what's being cooked, you might have like steam coming toward you. I enjoy that kind of experience. But I like that too. Mm. But you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, I'm actually, I'm always surprised. I mean, I, I do know that there are chefs that are like, no, I really want my domain to be kind yeah. of private and this Safe is where space. I work. It's my, yeah, exactly. I want a separation between mm. the front and the back of the house. But 
Um, as a diner, I, I, I love that idea. So anyway, um, that's, that's a huge part of dining at Morake. But I think you're just going to see more changes going forward um, as they try to hone some of these, some of the things like service and the menu and beverages and things like that. Cool. And uh, that menu is, goes in effect. Is it already well, in effect? Well, it's, it's in effect right now. Okay, cool. I think. Yeah. So finally, I'm going to talk about a new restaurant that's uh, opening up in the Milwaukee Brewing Complex, correct? Yes. And it's called Glass and Griddle. Glass and Griddle. Um, it, it was announced, I, I guess, earlier this year that um, that Milwaukee Brewing Company was going to have this huge, well, it looks somewhat huge to me in terms of in the renderings, mixed-use space mm-hmm. that's going to be part of the, the Paps Brewing Complex. Um and there was room for a restaurant, a restaurant space in that in that complex. And it recently was announced that it's going to be Glass and Griddle. Um, and that restaurant is, um, ho- they're hoping it's going to be open by the time of the big Harley Davidson anniversary party, which is the 115th like anniversary. late August. Yeah, that's like, that's late, it's like August 29th. Um, but this is going to be, this is a restaurant that's going to be run by... Um, We've talked about Pizza Man so many times. There, there are now three locations of Pizza Man. Um, two of the partners, Sarah and Zach Baker. Zach is the, the executive chef at Pizza Man. He and his wife are going to be running Glass and Griddle. The menu is still being developed, but the, the idea is it's going to be open all day um, and offering breakfast any time of the day. Brunch on the weekends, Bloody Marys, um, and drinks beyond those offered by Milwaukee, uh, the Milwaukee Brewing Company as well. But it's um, it's kind of the centerpiece of this huge building, um, and uh, I, I think, from what I understand, based on the build out and what I've seen of the renderings, glass is a major component of it. So glass and griddle, right? Exactly. So that makes huge sense. Um, but you know, I with all the development going on in this city, you know, no studios. That's yet another. Yep. They have a big opening happening soon. It's supposed to happen by the I think the end of summer, early mm-hmm. fall. That's also in that that complex as well. I mean, pretty interesting stuff mm. going on right now. Yeah. And over there particularly. There's a lot of construction around this city. Yeah. Good thing? Good yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, I... Maybe I, not for traffic, but... It's good right, thing. not for traffic, yeah. but in general. Doesn't last forever. Because, you know, for instance, I was just in St. Louis mm-hmm. and um, on a, a family trip. And, you know, I mean, in, in terms of Midwestern cities, they're... It's interesting to look at our city and compare it to others that are, you know, maybe not quite the same size, but, but sort of similar makeup. Similar, and- but but seeing like maybe um, how they're doing socioeconomically, mm. and um, you know, I think you know there are some similarities between us and St. Louis. But I don't know. I came back thinking Milwaukee is a cooler city than St. Louis. Well, of course it is. And plus, you know, they, we they have, have the brewers. Cardinals. They have the cardinals. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean- Right. Cardinals is just no. says a lot about that city anyway. We don't have any St. Louis fans anyway, do we? Do we? Probably I don't not. think so. If God. we do, we'll record a special one for them. Yeah, it'll all it'll just be how much we love the St. Louis Cardinals, right? <laughs> yeah, and and Tariq will wear his swag, and we will talk about well, it. I'll, I'll, I'll buy the time. outfit, the the mascot, and I'll wear yes, that. Yes, right. Well, on that note, that concludes this week's edition of, of This Bites. This Bites is produced by Tyrone Miller. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and your membership. 
Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org, on iTunes, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. As always, and stay hungry. And keep the Negroni cold. Oh, I mean the Malort. Yeah. I I feel like if there's a, a, a cocktail that we mention or some kind of beverage that we mentioned during a segment, we should change it to be part of that ending But when we tagline. do that, that means that's an extra shot <laughs> tab added to your already oh, 10 shots of Malort that you have to take. I don't know why I always have to pay for that. I mean, like, it seems like somehow it always becomes something I have to do. Because you're the star. People want to see that. Right. You're the star, Tariq. I already do, Lord. It doesn't affect me anymore. So next week, Tariq is going to report back on his fabulous trip to L.A. Yeah. He's going to be living it up. And he told me he's going to be eating barbecue at 3 a.m. So we Korean know. barbecue. Korean barbecue. In K-Town. In K-Town, yeah. no less. But I'm also going to this really cool, hopefully going to this restaurant tomorrow when I get in called Native, which is uh, in Santa Monica. It's run by uh, this amazing African-American woman chef. The menu looks crazy good. A lot of amazing and great reviews. So hopefully I can sneak in there. Sneak. Yeah. Because I don't think I need a reservation for one. But I mean, no. I do. Well, you can just flash him a smile. Turn on your Tariq Moody charm. I'm going to go, hey, I know Ann Christensen. And I'm like, oh, you do? Sure. Well, here's your table, Mr. Moody. Tell Ann. And here's your bottle of Malort. I don't think California know what that is. They probably don't. Them, they probably got organic Malort. Well, I, I feel like you're going to be drinking wheatgrass shots there, right? I mean, it makes me want to just that... do everything unhealthy around people in <laughs> California. Oh, Tariq. But anyway, I'm sure there's people like me in California. They eat well. They don't go crazy on the wheatgrass. They eat kidney bean pie. I mean, kidney, kidney pie. pie. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get some sushi too because California sushi, top notch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, enough of that. All right. Bon voyage, Tariq. Thanks. Take care. Take care. Take care. Take care.